Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Follow us on Twitter at WTIC1080. WTIC, James Simsbury, hello there. Hello there. I, I wanted to tell you about the influx of people that normally happens there. Mm-hmm. The population swells to a tremendous amount. But uh, a lot of those people, most of them... Homes are owned by by uh, people that go there on vacation. Yes, and then on top because we lived there for like fourteen years, mm-hmm. and we went back and forth, you know, as like a summer place. But we used to rent the place out too. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the first times we started renting, the Clintons' entourage stayed there. Oh, and that back. that estate that they rented, right? Yeah. Well, no. That, that's not what we owned. We owned another house. So some of the the uh, Air Force pilots that flew the, the uh, planes in stayed. Yeah, you know? no, I was referring to the Clintons. They rented that big compound. And you had a house near there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we had a place in Vineyard Haven that was mm-hmm. available. So they used it for some of the entourage, you know. Yep. But and, and so, uh, but there's a big... Brazilian population there, and a lot of these people, when they say we welcome the uh, the immigrants, whatever, you know, we're talking about people that come there for a certain period of time during the summer months that work in restaurants and they're service people, and they make a lot of money doing yes. what they do, and God bless them for that, you know. But that's what a lot of that influx is, along with when this COVID thing hit the fan then a lot of the people that own vacation homes just went there and flooded the island the stores could not keep up oh that's right everybody went there to escape the virus thank you james 860-522-9842 so so they uh they're accustomed to even more of an influx because of covid that's very interesting It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. No. This is like the marching, the marching illegal immigrant zombies on Martha's Vineyard to this dirge. 
Get off our lawn. Get off our ocean. Rick and Cheshire. Hello, Rick. Hello. I would like to personally thank Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis for at least getting the country talking about immigration. Yeah, it's a good trick, isn't it? Well, it's not not so much a trick. I mean, it's it, it, it's a strategy. So so we're talking about it a little bit. But I think, I mean, if you could, but you could do three, four, five, six shows in a row about this particular Martha's Vineyard thing. We got forty eight people out of maybe two and a half million. So we're going to talk about these forty eight people. And I think the Democrats are playing it really wrong here. They should just not even pay attention to it. Get them off the island, move them to wherever they want, because it makes them look really, really bad to a lot of people that are kind of paying attention, you know, that might not normally be paying attention. I mean, you have a 90 percent. I mean, it sounds really racist, doesn't it? Ninety percent of the people on Martha's Vineyard are what? They're white. White. And And they can't handle 48 people. Amazing. And it's a and it's a vacation. It's vacation land. But you would think that they would, even with even when we sent them to New York, we sent them to Chicago. I mean, Lightfoot took a whole bunch of them, took them on two buses, and they moved them to the suburbs. And they didn't tell the community that they were coming. But we don't want to talk about that. But, yeah, but see, that's where I I understand where you're thinking it's it's going to be bad for the Democrats because uh, because you can see through so easily what easily. the truth I, is, but. I don't think the average person understands. Like they talk about Martha's Vineyard, like there's, like it's an island. There's no way we're stuck with these people. What are we going to do? There's some kind of crisis. We have to feed 48 people, and we have to find showers for 48 people. Like they can't just bring them over to the Y or to the high school to use the gym. It, it's so ludicrous. But the media reports it with such breathlessness. Yeah, that's the thing. Because you asked early in your show, you said what I think you brought up a point. What do you thought you think the the greatest threat to American uh, democracy was yes and i think it's the complacent ignorant american voter because no longer is it up to your neighbor to figure it out for you and hope hope for the best no no time in in the history of our country i think our civic responsibilities are more important and i know people don't like to get in the weeds with politics but I think that's the greatest threat is people's complacency and ignorance in politics. And I know it's dirty and it's hard to figure out, but if you don't spend time trying to figure out, especially if something looks really, really wacky, then take 20 minutes and try to make a, an informed decision and see where, you, where your compass points. And it's okay if it turns a little bit, but people are so afraid. Yeah. Like I believe the woman before, she's a Democrat for life, and she doesn't want to change her affiliation, which, which is fine, because it sounds like she votes Republican, but she can't, for some reason, get that D from her name. Yes, and, that, and that's the part that you, I think you're right to focus in on that, Rick. Appreciate it. What's the problem with just changing your party? Right, There is nothing to be loyal to. Nothing. These are the... I'm talking about the political parties. They are scavenger organizations they are ruthless power players who don't care about you they care about power and they stand between us and the mechanisms of government and they interfere so we have to be allied with them to some extent 
But we, we can't be loyal. There's nothing to be loyal to because they're not loyal back. Loyalty requires a, a cooperative arrangement. Mark West Hartford. Hi, Mark. Hey, Todd. I think it's time for a return visit by Sarah Bronin. Remember her? Sarah Bronin, uh, the wife ad- of the mayor. Yeah, land use expert in the other part of her town. Advocate for victims of exclusionary zoning. Remember what you wanted to do in Connecticut? Yeah. She wanted to take public land and put uh, affordable housing. Well, now she's in Washington, D.C., so let's get to Martha's Vineyard. What a great project for her. I'm sure there's got to be some public land on the island. I know uh, a lot of it's probably bought up, but there's got to be some public land. So what Well, just as a previous uh, caller was alluding to, there is the Obama land that they've got way too many acres. It just looks greedy to have 29 acres. And and I know about the James Taylor property, which I think is 30 acres, but maybe it's wow. Maybe it's over 100. Maybe I've got the wrong number in my head. I've got to double check it. You know, you could just go to a few properties like this. You could find a lot of uh, places to build affordable sure. housing. I just want to see. I used to build bathrooms. I'd love to see this magic toilet that, uh, you know, it changes from just about handling 48 people to, <laughs> what, 100,000 during the summer? Yeah. It yeah. must be unbelievable. I don't I don't know what they do. But, uh, no, they, they, but they've also got, uh, uh, you know, they've got a ton of public accommodations there. And I mentioned the high school and the other schools they could be using. They make it sound like there's no infrastructure. But this place handles a couple hundred thousand people with with day trippers coming in who don't stay there who just come in on the boat, go to a restaurant, do some shopping, go to another restaurant, hop on the boat, and go home. Another missed opportunity by the media, especially on, on Martha's uh, Vineyard. Yeah, well, some of them there might be taking advantage. Thank you, Mark. Good to talk with you. Wait, who's on the air? Ah, it's Mark. Al, hello there, Al. Good, how are you? Couple nice to hear from real you. Quick. On the thing about Martha's Vineyard, you guys are beating it to death. But you know what? Think about one thing. During when a bad storm comes in a hurricane, they got emergency shelters out there. They got to put somebody. They got to put people up somewhere when a bad storm comes in. So I mean, hey, whether it's a storm or whether it's forty-eight immigrants, I'm sure they can find a place. But uh, <laughs> well, that's a really good point. All day long. So I haven't heard much about the court decision last night about uh, removing Mister. Uh, our possible future governor off to the independent role, Mr. Stefanowski. Uh, oh, well, that story, like that. I think that story was goes back another day, mm-hmm. I think. But, okay. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I haven't talked about it just because it seemed like that was a, a losing proposition from the beginning. What did you want to say about it? If I was him, I, I mean, he's, put, he's blowing a lot of money on uh, radio ads and TV ads. Hey, you know what? Get a bunch of people together, go march in uh, the parade next Wednesday. It's Connecticut Day at the Big E. I'm out here. I'm waving. I'm wanting your vote for governor. Hey, I'm a real guy. That's all. If the governor's going to be in that parade, fine. Who cares? But I'd be setting up a booth at the Big E, one of the buildings up there, just to show people that I'm alive, kicking, and I want to be the next governor. Well, uh I think both the candidates are, all the candidates are super alive and kicking, and uh, I assume we'll be taking advantage of crowds wherever they are, including the Big E. Thank you for the suggestion. 860-522-9842. Jerry in Naugatuck. Hello there, Jerry. Hey, Todd. Great show, man. Hey, uh, that guy, Rick from Cheshire, he's right on. You know, he was completely right. You know, the, the... 
I, I've sensed this too in a lot of people. They don't want to discuss policies. They don't want to discuss the miserable record of the Democrats. I, I think Biden and, and the current crop of uh, party elites, they're the greatest threat to this nation. And whatever they toss allegations about the Republicans are this, that, and the other thing, they're actually talking about themselves, the Democrat record. You know, they have a miserable failed record compared to Trump. Trump was successful policy, stability, growth. Biden is the complete opposite. He undermines everything based on failed socialistic policies. And if people don't understand that, they need to look at the record, compare and contrast. I mean, come on. Well, that is the truth. All of that is completely accurate, Cherry. You know, I, I, I hope Lenora uh, Levy beats uh, Blumenthal. Leora, you have to you have to leave the N out. Leora. Oh, Leora. Okay, yeah, whatever. She's she's great though. I I, I love her, man. You know, but I, I want to hear more of her. I want her. I want her as uh, attacking Blumenthal on his record, failure to, to close the border, the inflation record, everything that's uh, the crime. Every I, I, the New York Post is the best newspaper for all the real information. These other mainstream media news and, and the newspapers, uh, they're, they're, they're phonies. You know, you you got to get the real deal. They are phonies, no question, Jerry. Thank you so much for the call. Steven Springfield, go ahead, sir. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hey, um, I, I want to uh, uh, bring up uh, quickly a point. Um, it, basically what it is, it's a psychological tactic that they use in their arguments. Whenever they bring up illegal immigration, oh, look at this nice, wonderful person. It's the system that's evil. It's the fentanyl that's coming in. It's the child sex trafficking. It's the, it's the gangs and the cartels. You know, it's the system. It's like the inner city with, with uh, you know, cash incentivizes the single mothers so that you have single-family homes that, that raise more and more troubled youth year after year after year and the violence in Chicago. It's their systems that they're creating that are evil. And that's what we've got to shift the argument to. The systems are the problem. That they well, are the perf- well, well, yeah, they set up these systems that yes. destroy people's lives and kill yes. people. Yeah, that's where the, uh, the insidiousness resides. Thank you, Steve, for the call. We'll take more phone calls. I'm going to get the rants going as well, though, because it's rant time. Here's the governor. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ned Lamont. I want to tell you a story about a boy. Once there was a small boy, and he lived in a big house. He lived down there in Fairfield County, and he got old, and then he turned into the governor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the governor, and I'm going to be king someday. You'll see. So everybody vote for me. I'm going to be king again. That's the governor for you. Hey, Todd, this is uh, Jerry. Jerry, you're Uh, live and memorized. I just want to say I'm in solidarity with Mike from Plainville. That guy is the best. And also uh, Dave from Brantford. He's one of the smartest callers I ever uh, heard. Smart guy. You know, the other Dave was was good as well. I don't know where he's from. Uh, but since Joe Biden is getting more and more bizarre and erratic in thought or speech, in, in the negative actions undermining our beloved country and people, with all this chaos burn, uh, busting out all over, we should we should propose a writing ca- campaign for a recall or impeachment, you know, because it, it, it appears he has no positive attributes, you know, in fixing the mess that he himself, Biden, 
has created, particularly uh, inflation and, and the border. Yeah, well, let's not forget the wars, right? The disaster created in Afghanistan, which led to Ukraine being invaded. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. John and Tolland. Hi, John. Hi. How you doing? What's on your mind, I'm sir? Gonna a, I'm going to put a little different twist on it. Good. So uh, this is all part of, uh, we'll say, being a registered Democrat, mm-hmm. and 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 sort of playing the game with uh, the prime uh, with the primary thing. So actually, like I said, my folks. Actually, I'm originally from West Virginia. My folks are from, uh, you know, like I said, well, West Virginia came to Connecticut uh, uh, in the early 60s. But my folks were definitely Democrat. So basically, I didn't know anything about but Democrat. I mean, uh, uh, actually, JFK couldn't be a Democrat today. But that's sort of beside the point. So my my wife, when I married her, she was uh, more uh, conservative, and and it was really really good. She had the, the conservative end of the deal. The Republican uh, really was the, the the way we felt. So your wife but, is the one who taught you how to think conservatively. Yes. Well. Well, that's pretty yes. good. You married up. Yes. I yeah, I know. But anyway. So the thing about it is, is I, she wanted me to stay registered Democrat, mm-hmm. even though well, uh, well, she was registered Republican. Well, why is that? What was the strategy? The, the thing about that was, is you could uh, during the primary you could vote yep. for uh, the not so most she, popular person. She wanted you to do acts of sabotage on the on the, the Democrats. Popular person. She wanted you to do sabotage on the Democratic candidate. Amen. I like it, John. I like that devious thinking that your wife brought to the relationship and taught you so you could be more effective. See, that's why coupling is uh, adds power to people's lives. 860-522-9842. Isn't it true? You get ideas from other people. And in combination, the sparks start flying. And new stuff develops. It's a beautiful thing. 860-522-9842. We'll take more phone calls, play more rants. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.
miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Friday afternoon, another weekend. Autumn is here. Cold nights is here earlier. Sunsets. I heard on the news the other night that the, uh, the dropping of the sun is happening two and a half minutes earlier every day this time of year. I find that disturbing. How fast? I've already noticed it. Oh, yeah. But every day. Have you noticed that every day it changes that much? Yeah, like yesterday I was leaving work. I felt like it was like 10 o'clock. Yeah, and it happens in a week. If you think about two and a half minutes a day, well, in twelve, in two weeks, that's a half hour. Amazing. I want to predict that these people who were dropped off on Martha's Vineyard will end up celebrities. I've been trying to go to Martha's Vineyard for years. I can't. You know, they don't know how lucky they got, really. Yeah, well, they already whisked them off. They don't approve of them there, as it turns out. All those, that 90% white population couldn't accommodate 48 people. It's current, it turns out all of their outrage yesterday was just a cover story for why they had to get them off the island. Oh, we, we can't handle them here. This is just a tourist island that handles hundreds of thousands of people every summer. We can't handle 48. George and Vernon, what's up, George? Good, how are you? A couple of things is, how do these immigrants get to Martha's Vineyard? Oh, that little magic sound goes off, and they just get uploaded. Okay, so obviously they came, obviously we all know, looking at the uh, United States map, Mm -hmm. Florida does not connect to South America. So obviously they came up through Mexico and to Texas. So from Texas, they got transported to Florida. No, they never were in Florida. The The governor sent a plane, picked them up in Texas, and flew them up to Martha's Vineyard. They took a direct well, flight. The way I understand it was, why is Governor DeSantis involved in this? If they flew from Texas. Apparently, the, apparently Governor DeSantis wanted to be the the lead man in the publicity stunt. So he he took credit for it, and Abbott isn't arguing with him over it. Okay. Another uh, point I have to make is that when uh, he, uh, Tom Shattuck, a lot of the callers had suggested that they went to Martha's Vineyard for vacation mm-hmm. and are so anti-immigration. Uh, make one point. I'm anti-immigration as well. But... These same people who are saying about Martha's Vineyard also visited there and spent their vacations there, which doesn't make sense to me of how they can complain about Martha's Vineyard when they went, when they went there for a vacation. Are they elitist, per se, undercover? Well, maybe they went there and discovered it was too fancy for them, or maybe they're contradicting themselves. Or maybe they're just posing, too. I don't know. Good point, though, George. You got to pay attention to people all the time. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher is there. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. 
News Talk 1080. All righty, all righty. Yes, we're going to play the rest of the rants right now. We've got some phone calls we can take as well. 860-522-9842. Hey, Tad, why can't people from all over the planet just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Washington, D.C., and we'll just send them money? Save everybody all the problem of trying to sneak over the border, and we got to ship them all over the country, and upset people's towns on islands. I this is great. I had this same thought a few years ago that it would just it would save everybody a lot. You can't do the self-addressed stamped envelope thing though, because then you need all kinds of social programs to support people. Who, uh, for whom having to get a stamp is racist, or for whom they might not have a pen, it would be discriminatory against people who don't have pens, against people who don't have envelopes. Are the envelopes going to be white? Then what do you do? It's just a Pandora's box. So I'm not sure what you do about the self-addressed stamped envelope, but I think we would save a lot of fuel. That would go a long way towards the green energy thing. Where Yes, in general, but they don't want to do anything that would actually help with the disbursement of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. They just want to they just want to be able to cause all kinds of futile economic activity and get everybody in a tizzy over something that doesn't need to be done. And run around on. Just an idea. Everyone just stay where you are and the US government will send you money. Sounds pretty easy. It's a great idea. Yeah, you just just get rid of the self-addressed stamped envelope. And don't figure you can do it on the Internet because that's discriminatory, too. I'm not sure. S-A-S-E, they used to call it. Remember on those, on those UHF ads late at night? Send an S-A-S-E. I don't know if they ever said that, but it said that on the screen. Yeah, Frank from Windsor. Uh... Hello, Frank. What's up for the weekend? If I have it right, uh, UConn just paid Kevin Ollie another $3.9 million. Was that another? Like, that's additional to all the millions he's already gotten? In addition to the 11.4, I believe they paid him. What a wonderful life getting fired by UConn is. Uh, earlier in the year, that's a total of 15.3. Damn. Can I get adopted by him? Is anybody accountable for this kind of money? No. Where is it coming from? Where do you think it comes from? Out of your hide. UConn, unchecked. Yes. Unsafe at any speed, UConn is. The sports department is, uh, is something else. Uh, $40 million deficits. I don't know. They have no one cares. They have a lot of compassion. It's just not for uh, people who pay taxes. There's nothing but contempt for them. Hello, Todd. Great show, as always. Words of wisdom, not from me, from yeah. the past, the future, and the present. Okay. Do not ever listen to a politician. Never, okay. ever you convince listen me. to what they say. I never will. Always, always, always watch what they do. Yes. This is most important. Hey, we have people sleeping in America and the state of Connecticut. They just keep hitting the snooze button. 
There is a lot of snoozing going on. There is. Why is that? Why is everybody so asleep? I think it's just human nature. Everything free in Martha's Vineyard. EBT free in the vineyard. Well, thank goodness. Even though Kamala Harris never was able to visit the uh, U.S.-Mexican border to view the uh, crisis going on down there, the crisis was able to visit Kamala Harris. (laughs) The crisis came to America. I've got a little, uh, this is a little mocking of Kamala. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. The first request we make, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in. And it needs to be fixed. Too many people cross this border for the first time ever. I'm confident this border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. There has never been a not ready for prime time player as unready as Kamala Harris. It's funny how the Democrats never complained when Joe was flying illegals into cities at night, as long as it was not their city. It's okay as long as it's not in my backyard. Well, now it is in your backyard. The illegals sign waivers. They can choose the city they want. They are not forced to get on the buses. All right, there you go. Simple as that. 860 Rant at 751-4698. Should we talk to Carmen in West Hartford? Hi, Carmen. Hi, Todd. What do you think would have occurred if Obama went through all the motions that President Trump did in proving the election was uh, a little tilted one way? Do you think the, 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 the left would have put up with it? You think they would uh, sure. have gone peacefully into the night? They would have, they would have, uh, if if everything Trump did was an action by Obama, it would be approved by his team. Yes. Well, my point is they would have been rioting in the streets. Against Obama? If all, oh, you, if, if all that, you know, that President Trump has proven, Obama proved the same thing, their side would have been going crazy. Oh, I see what you mean. They would have they would have considered it a proven case, and they would have rioted to get. Justice. Yeah, it would have been unacceptable. Absolutely, they, they would have been seeking unsocial justice. Right, and how long? Be, how long does a, a senator get to sleep with a spy, or another senator have a spy as her? driver for 20 years and nothing happens to them when when will there be any kind of justice whatsoever yeah there's uh it's politics you know it all gets covered up it's dirty very dirty dirty business thank you carmen have a good have a good happy weekend hey todd i would just like to report this to the taxpayers out there the united states is currently 31 trillion dollars in debt yep 
the Biden administration has proposed $1.5 billion to fix, and I quote, racially divisive roads. The first project is in Detroit, Michigan. Fixing one mile of road will cost $104.6 million. Now there's 25 more projects after that. The Department of Transportation is led by Pete Buttigieg, who endorsed Biden for president. Isn't that just a, that's a wonderful rant. I think I played that one yesterday for the first time and repeated it today, just because I liked it so much. Some of Ned Lamont's ads on the air do question Bob's business affair. Bob might just explore Ned and Semaphore. Ned really should not have gone there. True enough. It's coming back. <laughs> You know what song this is, Anthony? I'm pretty sure he was making fun of one of the acceptance speeches he was saying. Oh, really? Yeah, I think in the Emmys. But I didn't watch any of the oh, Emmys. Oh, the woman who did that standalone song. Yeah. She just burst into song. Honestly, I didn't even see that. I was so focused on football, I don't pay attention to any of that. Who was that doing the singing? That was Mark in West Hartford. <laughs> it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. The uh, the Emmys, though, nobody watched the Emmys. That was a record small uh, who, audience. So wait, you, well, let's let's put it this way. Who would decide to put the Emmys right next to week one football? I think why, were, why would they do that? They probably figured there would be people drifting off, to, off the games. They'd bump into it, and they'd sit there for a few minutes, and, and the ratings would be pumped up. Plus, yeah, if you have like an eighth screen. Plus, as women who don't want to watch the football, would be part two of the theory. Do women have a lower level of interest? I assume they do in watching sports. Yeah, but I mean, they they still love football, and I mean, usually, I don't know. I I don't really care what Mary says. I'm watching football on Sunday. You could use yep, your iPad that's or how, something. That's how newly in love Bliss is. <laughs> I don't care what Mary says. I'm watching football. Is Joe Biden completely delusional? He must go to a different grocery store than me. I'm living on beans, and he's eating filet bignon in the White House every day. Yeah, but it's probably overcooked, you know. Don't be too uh, jealous. Hey, Todd, it's John from Rocky Hill. You know, I just heard on your news that it was a commercial asking small businesses to pay their share in the um, Family Leave Act. Family Act. Now I've been paying it because I'm work for a bigger company since it started. So, what's well, other people aren't? So it's only going to fall on people that work for big companies. Um, and and the other thing is, if I never use this, mm-hmm. why should my money go to other people? Why does it come back to me at retirement or something? There's there's that this is a wrong, this is a bad uh, uh, program all well, around. The whole, the whole idea of these programs is to make everybody pay to give benefits to particular voting blocks so those voting blocks will vote in larger numbers for Democrats. So it's not supposed to be a dollar-for-dollar dollar exchange. It's supposed to be 
like 100 people paying for every three who use the benefit or something like that, knowing that the three who use the benefit will be base voters for the Democratic Party. That's how the whole scheme works. Hey, Todd, this is in regards to Tim carrying on about WTIC not having liberal talk shows. He's still rambling in the background here. Hey, Tim, WTIC is a company, a corporation. Their goal is to make money. They've tried liberal left-wing shows before. They don't make money. If liberal shows made more money than conservative shows, WTIC would be doing liberal talk radio 24 hours a day. Well, maybe if there, if all the other media wasn't left-wing media. I mean, the whole point of conservative talk radio is to have an island somewhere where you can hear patriotic, pro-American system of government conversation. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 